Hello, welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for Pep Talk, the Protein Science Week, taking place this January 13th through the 17th, 2014 in Palm Springs, California. I'm Ann Wynn, associate producer. Joining us today is one of our speakers from the Engineering Genes, Vectors, Constructs, and Clones Conference within the Expression and Production Pipeline, Curtis Knox, Vice President of Marketing and Sales at Lucigen Corp. Curtis, thanks for chatting with us today. Thank you. So um, you arrived at Lucigen in 2011 with about two decades of experience as a scientist and specialist in product development, uh, particularly sequencing and genotyping applications. What brought you to Lucigen and what's it like to work there in your current role? I joined Lucigen because I really viewed them as one of the most innovative and up-and-coming molecular biology companies out there. Uh, Lucigen's motto is simplifying genomics, by which we mean that we deliver solutions to customers' problems, either by making experiments easier to perform or enabling scientists to do things they've never been able to do before. I've always been drawn to applications and companies that focused on real-world problems, and I think the products we have here really do that, and that's what attracted me to Lucigen more than anything. As far as what it's like to work here, I really enjoy it because I'm heavily involved in product development, both in the upstream development and the downstream marketing aspects, and taking ideas or product requests from customers and turning them into real solutions that they can then use is very rewarding to me uh, as a person working in a company like Lucigen. A lot of the work at Lucigen relates to endotoxin reduction in recombinant protein expression processes for drug discovery R&D. Why and what are the challenges and advantages of that focus? So we are spending a lot of our time concentrating on biological drug discovery overall, not just with endotoxin reduction, but we're also developing new tools and techniques for studying novel gene or protein constructs that may not have been able to be studied without our products. Regarding the endotoxin-free protein and DNA plasmid production, we were very fortunate to partner with a company called Research Corporation Technologies, which has been working on the endotoxin-free cell lines that have become our Clear Coli brand, and they've been working on those for a number of years. Scientists currently have to go through extensive endotoxin removal or cleanup steps when they're expressing proteins from E. coli that they want to use for downstream testing in mammalian systems. These cleanups are time-consuming, expensive, they result in significant yield loss in many cases, and in other cases can actually alter the function of their target protein. There's very strict guidelines for the amount of endotoxin that can be present in proteins for therapeutic usages and also for general experimentation of the effects of a protein on cells. The endotoxin, if it's still present after the cleanups, can result in false toxicity results or if the protein was altered in any fashion, you could get false results as well. And this could cause a researcher to actually reject a target protein for further research uh, due to those false results when, in fact, it might have been a beneficial protein. By eliminating the endotoxins to begin with, which is what the clear coli cells do, we feel that the scientists will be able to have a much greater confidence in the results, save some time and money, and perhaps even discover new targets that could become the next big therapeutic thing in the market. 
the challenge of this type of focus has been in getting scientists to think differently about how they might perform their research. Any change in paradigm takes time for the users to catch up, and the advantages, however, are significant. Uh, by enabling researchers to speed their research and get better results from the beginning, we are increasing the chance for finding new cures for disease, which is a great thing for everybody involved. Definitely. And uh, can you describe some of your work, meanwhile, with high-throughput cloning and expression of target proteins? Um, specifically, what strategies you've tried for GPCR's structural biology and why some are more effective than others? So we've been developing, uh, as far as the high-throughput cloning aspects, we've been developing a technique uh, that we call expressioneering, which is something that allows you to simplify protein expression cloning using a recombinational technique. Our Espresso kits, uh, with those you can create a clone in just a few seconds by combining an amplified fragment with the vector that has overlapping sequences. We utilize the inherent tendencies of the E. coli cells to recombine complementary sequences and create the intact plasmid with insert for you inside the cell. These simplified tools enable researchers to create a lot of different clones very quickly, again, speeding the, the end goal of studying the effects of different proteins quickly instead of spending all of your time doing your upfront work just to get to the point where you can do the real experiment that you're interested in. With regards to GPCR studies, We've really tried probably too many things to list uh, very quickly, but the thing that we're really concentrating on and seems to be working quite well is the use of a novel fluorescent protein that we call Lucy, which is lucigen yellow, uh, that uh, has the ability to stabilize the structure of a GPCR, very similar to an older method, the T4 lysozyme method, but it has the added bonus of being very easy to visualize due to the fluorescence of the protein. This allows you to track the protein throughout your experiments, especially when you're trying to achieve better solubility or functionality. And we're currently combining Lucy with some additional solubility and cleavage tags to create an entire suite of solutions for drug discovery researchers. Great. And since you're part of our library session at the engineering meeting, can you share some of what you've learned through your work with large insert metagenomic libraries from soil microbes as it relates to drug discovery? Absolutely. Metagenomic libraries are one of the great untapped resources for novel drug targets, including antimicrobials, antivirals, cancer agents, etc. Up until recently, uh, most researchers had difficulty getting really useful data out of metagenomic libraries because of the small insert size from normal genomic library approaches. Lucigen has pioneered some large 100 KB plus back library methods, as well as a novel 40 KB mate pair library system that allow scientists to study gene clusters or, in some cases, whole gene pathways. As an example, uh, a soil metagenomic library that we helped create has shown multiple compounds capable of anti-MRSA activity or anti-methicillin-resistant strep activity. This is a far greater hit rate than other methods that are out there, so we're very encouraged that the techniques that we've put in place 
place will allow people to get more information and new targets out of metagenomic libraries. Our methods are also enabling scientists to study extremophile environments, such as the Yellowstone National Park hot springs, which can result in truly novel proteins with new properties. Uh, in fact, we've commercialized multiple products using this technique ourselves with a polymerase that we pulled out of the Yellowstone National Hot Springs ourselves. And we feel that the techniques that we've built can accelerate drug discovery by offering uh, what we have as a service to the pharma market and allowing them to discover new targets using metagenomic libraries. And your last question, uh, what will you focus on during your presentation at Pep Talk on January 13th? The focus for my presentation at Pep Talk will be our clear coli line of endotoxin-free competent cells, both for protein production, which we have out now, and for plasmid production that we're releasing in just a, a month or two. Uh, we'll share quite a bit of data regarding what the real-world endotoxin levels are like, both with our cells and comparable cells, and why some of the current methods for measurement of endotoxin may not actually be overly accurate or the best uh, method to go about it. We'll also touch upon how researchers' workflow and thought processes could change with the advent of some of the innovations that Lucigen is producing for drug discovery. So I really hope that uh, everyone will join us and we can talk about these things at Pep Talk in January. Wonderful. Well, um, we're definitely looking forward to it. And Curtis, thank you for spending time with us and sharing quite a bit about your activities and findings in a very short period of time. Oh, thank you, Anne. Again, that was Curtis Knox, Vice President of Marketing and Sales at Lucigen. He'll be speaking during the Engineering Genes, Vectors, Constructs, and Clones Conference on Monday afternoon, January 13th at Pep Talk, the Protein Science Week, which runs January 13th through the 17th, 2014 in Palm Springs, California. I'm Ann Wynn with Cambridge Health Tech Institute. Thanks for listening.